0: What's up, guys? I'm Sean Lights Out Merriman, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolt Podcast. Thanks for listening. Here's what's coming up this week on the Charged Up Bolt
1: Podcast. Well, do you know what? I have an award to give out. The Bez Award is going to come out here after four games.
0: Hashtag Justin Herbert. Hashtag Herbert's Mustard.
2: We own this town, baby. We own this town.
0: Good evening, and welcome to episode 48 of the Charged Up Bolts podcast. I'm your host, John Walsh Jr., and with me on this special podcast, uh, to my co-hosts over in Los Angeles, we have Mr. John Ayres. How's it going, buddy?
2: I mean, it's a beautiful day outside. The thunderstorm is over because it did its job and took care of those disgusting Raider fans, kicked them out of L.A. We own this town, baby. We own this town. Fez?
0: How the devil how's it going? Looks like the house is uh, on rebuild mode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mate there's nothing special going on.
1: why is everyone getting hyped? Oh yes we beat the rain the so lightning
0: well, struck twice last night once literally and and twice in the stadium um, bit of a delayed game didn't seem to affect anyone apart from John Gruden he was sort of pointing at the skies saying why are we um, you know why are we going into back into the locker room? Um, when we're in a closed environment um, that was a call that came from New York look I think that got in rattled from, from the first minute to be honest but getting back to football I mean it was a great performance from, from the Chargers for the fourth straight week they've held a court back to their lowest uh, totals um, I, get, I got a bit of stick for this on Twitter the other day the point I was making it's a pass first uh, league you know the NFL's all about passing the football and not running it um, and despite the fact that we've had uh, Dallas, we had cheese for, for a point, you know, 198 yards, and we had Washington running the football hard, you know, ultimately, we, we've inhibited the quarterback and we did it again against Derek Carr. All we've earned up, up until this point is Derek Carr, MVP, well, four sacks, what do we limit him to? Um, 21, 34, 196 yards. Defense are doing their job. I mean, we could talk about this game in a number of ways. But John, I want your takes. Where do you want to start? You're in the driving seat. Where where, how do you want to start on picking this victory?
2: I don't know. I'm just just happy to be here, my friend. I'm just happy to be here. Um, I mean, I guess we can start by looking maybe at the AFC and then the um AFC West. So um starting with the AFC. Chargers trail nobody as to the number one team of the AFC. I think, if I think based off strength of schedule and some other factors, they might actually be the number one seed at the playoffs started today. I know we shouldn't be talking playoffs after just week four, but that's a heck of a that's a heck of a start from a team that I thought was maybe a fringe playoff team um they're also first place in the division thanks to tiebreakers so i mean this is this is an exciting start and i'm really excited for that as far as last night's game goes i mean i don't i i never bought into the Derek carr hype i've all i said it from the very beginning right i said hey Derek carr has been good because why they have allowed him to sit back in the pocket and be comfortable and I said, if you can just get a little bit of a pass rush on him, you can make him uncomfortable. The real Derek Carr will show up. And that's exactly what happened last night. Joey Bosa said the same thing. Joey Bosa in his uh, press conference said, hey, look, we just knew if you just added a little bit of pressure, Carr would freak <laughs> out. And, uh, you know, and I was pointing this out to my wife live as we were watching the game. Uh, but it was really funny to see towards the end of the game when he had pressure coming up the middle. I mean, he was still at least another second to two seconds away from even getting touched by a defender. And he just turtled up with the ball expecting to get taken down. That is the real Derek Carr. He is. Yes. When he has time in the pocket and he's got a clean pocket and he's got, and he can kind of make his first read or even a second read with time. He can be an MVP thrower. He's great when he does that. But once you start making things a little messy, once you start applying pressure, he reverts back into that same old humdrum Derek Carr, 200 yards passing. Uh, yeah, he had two touchdown passes, but he also had the interception. And, and ultimately, he did not look anywhere near an MVP caliber last night. And I, and I credit the Chargers for getting that pressure on him. Uh, but basically, they just exposed the fraud that he was.
0: Yeah, I tweeted late LA time early this morning. The difference for me between Carr and Herbert off the field humility. Carr didn't project himself very well in, in the uh, press conference, you know, straight after the game. Um, Colin Heard must have read my tweet uh, because he said the same thing. I was watching, uh, at the Heard uh, show about an hour ago, but two different quarterbacks, and I think the Raiders have been pinning their hopes on the fact that Derek has turned the corner. And he can take them down the stretch. Now, there's nothing saying that Carr won't bounce bounce back. You know, um, he's capable. I wouldn't say he's a tier one quarterback, but he's he's got the ability to lead a franchise and, and, and make plays and get wins. They've got three under their belt already. But, I mean, Bez, you are a man for predictions. Did you see four sacks coming? Do you know what? I I felt as if the defense found his identity
1: against the Chiefs. I predicted Derwin James coming up big. What did he do? Game-winning interception. That you know, I called it yet again. Um, Bosa is a, is a man again. Uh, a man against boys. Fantastic. And I think that identity that's been found in the divisional games showed through, and they you know the the Raiders couldn't handle it. Um, so as the game went on, I sort of thought. You know what, exactly as John was saying, more and more pressure, more and more uh, errant throws, couldn't handle us whatsoever. And you started to see the secondary sniffing blood knowing that the front end was was giving Carr no time. And so Derwin James disrespected Carr completely by just sitting in front of the route and going, there's no way he's going to have the time to burn me over the top. I'll just sit here and wait for the ball. You know, you saw Nazir Adelaide, you saw um, Asante Samuel Jr. trailing the player, passing it off his own to Nazir, and Nazir just breaking on the ball at speed like he hasn't done in year one and two to to break those passes up. Um, So I I just thought, you know, the identity of our defence is now solidified. Turnovers, play confidently and, and, and trust in, in Bosa and the other guys to, to cause havoc. Um, Absolutely loved it. And I think the big thing about Carr, just to, to, to finish with the Raiders, is that the guy isn't very good. He's played nobody. He's thrown it around because he had a bit of time. And the first real contender he's come up against, he's been trash. Don't even like considering him in the same breath as Justin Herbert because they are not comparable. And I feel as if one thing's been proven already in this in this season, the best quarterback in the AFC West is Justin Herbert.
0: Well, Bez, we were talking about this prior to coming in there, and I still feel like the sections of the media that are holding back from wanting to give Chargers uh, a lot of credit. And I almost feel like because Mahomes has won the Super Bowl. He's been to a Super Bowl and he walked away as a loser. They're almost afraid or tentative to, to put Herbert and, um, or mentioned Herbert and Mahomes in the same context. If, is that fair to say? I mean, I'm not expecting people to come out and say, Herbert's the best quarterback in the league. But there's a lot of comments last night. If you followed Twitter, hashtag Justin Herbert, hashtag Herbert is mustard, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people out there, top analysts and top writers, saying I got it wrong. You know, um, I'm not going to give anybody airtime on this on this channel. But there was a certain individual who's got a, he's a he's got a good friend who's a, a, a dolphin. He said, "I refuse to watch Herbert because we passed up on Herbert, and well, we we weren't saying none of this. We weren't jumping on the bandwagon of Herbert. It's like, yeah, he's he's a good quarterback. He is what he is, and it's a lottery." Unfortunately for us, Herbert is a cream of the crop from 2020 and he's just getting better and better and better and better. I mean, those stats, six games with three touchdowns and more, no interceptions in 19 starts. Absolutely crazy. Youngest quarterback uh, to to reach uh, 500 um, completions before his 20th start. I mean, John, we don't talk enough about him because... As a team, as the Chargers at Bolts team, we we appreciate Herbert. But I think we just need to start waxing lyrical about him on every podcast. Yeah,
2: There it is. Sorry. He is definitely just one of the top tier quarterbacks in the league. I, I know we had questions coming into the season, like, what can he do? Can he take a step forward? I mean, he has such a great season. And maybe statistically, he's not on that same pace right now. He may not be on pace um, for a, you know, 350 yard average per game passing and that's fine you know his herberts or his Herberts, his touchdowns i call him herberts because basically if it's in the end zone it's herbert (laughs) did that but his uh his herberts his touchdowns are obviously down because the first couple weeks had some problems scoring in the red zone again i said not to worry about that in the beginning of the year because i you know i think we diagnosed the fact that this was had to do with some small execution problems and some Um, you know, and some problems with apparently illegal shifts, which thank God we didn't have any illegal shifts this game. That was, that was amazing. That was probably the biggest shining moment for me is no illegal shifts. So (laughs) I'm glad they figured out how to not move when they're not supposed to, but anyways. Uh, so I knew that wouldn't last, I think in the last two games, they're now what eight of their last 10 in the red zone. Uh, they had one red zone trip where they didn't get a touchdown last night. Uh, and that was when they kneeled it. To end the clock. So I, I don't even think we should count that, but whatever. Technically, it's a stat. So anyways, eight, they're 80% in the, in the last two games, and I think that is more... That number might be high because I think the Raiders and the Chiefs both are pretty dreadful in the red zone. So again, I think those that 80% is probably too high, Um, but I think somewhere around that 70 to 75% range is probably where they're going to settle in as far as red zone touchdown rate, and I think that's where we want to be, and I think that's going to be pushing this offense forward, you know, uh, you know the uh, besides Herbert though the run game, you know it showed That's some funny. signs of life. You know, thank you, Eckler, for winning me my fantasy what, this week. What, what,
0: what did I say in the <laughs> pre-game show? 100 net yards, two touchdowns, and he actually killed my fantasy. So I was winning fantasy when I checked. Like, oh yeah, there's Heckler, thirty-four fantasy points. <laughs> I've lost my first game this season. I can live with that all week. This was not a perfect game. You know, we had we had. um we had a couple of situations where Herbert should have found Mike Dub down the line. He didn't. And John, you you made a good point this morning at five AM my time, wherever it was. Allen and Williams weren't even a factor in this game, but we can live with this because at times we play with twenty three and uh, twenty two personnel packages. You know, Stephen Anderson showed his face. Obviously, Jared Cook with a with a touchdown. He got the game ball. Absolutely fantastic. You know, Parham Junior played his part. And, and this is, uh, yeah, exactly, and, and this is uncoverable
2: the in the red zone, baby, uncoverable. This <laughs> is the
0: point. You know, you, you've shut down Matt Williams and and Keenan Allen. Okay, you're not going to shut everyone else. You, you can't shut everyone down. You know, our offense is too good. But you know, we made we made the um, odd mistake. Um, I thought our defense really got a car. I kind of hope that the Raiders bounce back because I want the AFC to to remain open. Everyone's expected the Chiefs to bounce back and win the division, but he's given up, or the, the Raiders have given up 12 sacks now, three sacks a game, that's not sustainable. Um, and we, 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 you know, we capitalise on that. Four different players with a sack. Absolutely brilliant. Um, aggressive again on fourth downs. Um, kicking game was good inside the, uh, the stadium, but there's a lot, there's, there's things to clean up there. You know, we still get, uh, penalties. That's going to be difficult to iron out. But as it stands, you know, we're, we're three and one and we're, we're seeing improvements. There's, have you guys seen um, Staley's victory speech at all yet? Yeah. Watch it again because everyone is, is basically tuned in, they're dialed in. Now, yep. I've been around sports a long time and you can, you get this feeling when a team has got that spirit. Um, Bez and I support a really garbage soccer team called Sheffield Wednesday, probably made yeah. famous by Ted Lasso. Back in the late eighties, um, early nineties, we didn't have a great squad, but they, the togetherness was there. And if somebody went to the shop for, for, for soda, everybody went, if somebody went to the pub, everybody went. And you get that sense of togetherness, in the Chargers locker room and Brandon Staley's created that culture. I mean, John, you're a massive fan of Lynn and and so was I, but I think Staley's he's got 20 to 30% of of our players just, just for for the way he approaches the game and and the way uh, he, you know, he leads everyone. Is is that fair assumption?
2: So, you know, again, I never thought that Lynn ever had a problem with the locker room. I don't think he ever lost the locker room. Uh, And that was never a problem. I think his was more in-game management. And, you know, obviously, you know, what we saw last night, going forward on fourth down again multiple times, the fake field goal punt thing was awesome. Oh, it was beautiful. The, The fake punt that if, you know... Hunter Renfro doesn't turn into freaking <laughs> Derwin James for a second there. That probably that's that's he's right at the sticks. That's a first down. That was, that was, by the way, way that can we, we a touchdown? Little little props to tie yeah. to tie uh, long. That was a heck of a throw. Yeah, he got yeah, yeah. that out real quick and it was nice. It was right on target. Like, I mean, if he had a little bit more mustard on it. But again, you know, there's only one guy who's mustered around here. But if he had a little more mustard on it, as they say in the States, he probably would have had that reception. But yeah, I mean, I, I love the aggressiveness that we didn't get with Lynn. And I think the problem with Lynn is that Lynn had trouble getting wins. And the production wasn't there. And I think you can be a great motivator of men and you can be a great leader. But if you don't produce results in the NFL, you will lose the guys in the locker room. And I think <laughs> Staley is just as good, if not better, of a motivator of men and leader of men. But he's getting results. And people are buying into the system. And all this means is that it's going to get better. The more they buy in and the less they make doubt things, the more... Uh, the better that everything's gonna go, the more cohesive it's gonna go. Like I said, the defense for the Rams when he took over a couple of games, they did not look good at the beginning of the season. And then they gelled into the, one of the elite squads in the NFL. Do I think the Chargers are gonna be a top two or three defense in the league? Probably not. Is top ten out of the question? I don't think so at all. No. I think the trajectory of this defense it getting better and better each week. I, mean, I I think that this defense is sky's the limit. Of course, the offense is amazing. So you know, I, 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 I think that's the Chris difference Harris between
0: yeah, yeah, Chris Harris needs to
2: come back. I mean, do we need him? I and mean, Tevon Campbell, baby. Looking good out there. Hey, look. Uh, it, it, yeah, I'll, I'll leave
1: my hat on Campbell.
0: So, it's a good, it's I'll, a good I'll leave point. my
2: hat on uh, Tranquil, though, right? C- Campbell
0: has to... um, been excellent in look coverage. Good. He's allowed three uh, receptions of 27 yards. But even better than that is Asante Samuel. He's allowed one reception for a loss of two yards, you know? So, we are making plays. and um, Mike Snow asks, "What was your favourite moment of the game?" His was the field goal. For, for me, it was the it was the Derwin James takeaway because if anybody deserves any success on our team, it's Derwin James because of the he. injuries that he's been through, he, He's is absolutely. Fra- I can't stop watching enough uh, YouTube clips of Derwin James. Um, the guy just he just got an aura about him, hasn't he? Everyone seems to love him, and and it brings out the best in everyone around him. And and this is the point I was making earlier about this team spirit. You know, you, you look at Eckler um, and even Larry Roundtree with that drive there late in the game, fighting for every inch. And, and, and that's what we need. Look, Chiefs are not going to lie down. You know, the, the Raiders are no mugs. They'll, they'll come back looking for us at their place. Um, we've got some really tough games coming up. And there was comments last night on social media about us, you know, thinking we won the Super Bowl. But look, we're like without the Browns, we've had a really tough time. Arguably, they've had a tougher time than us. We need to enjoy this because... It's such a short season when you compare the NFL to like the NBA hockey uh, baseball uh, you know uh, English soccer it's a, it's a short window Bez where where do you think we can make improvements going forward
1: well do you know what I have an award to give out the the Bez award is going to come out here after four games for my four game in MVP and that's the coaching staff for their play calling because it's been bold we're going for it on fourth down yeah, even though it didn't work as we've mentioned that fake punt and then the fake field goal punt even special time teams play calling is 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 incredible um and i think herbert knows that he has the coaching staff have faith in him the defense is adjusting who knew nfl coaches could make adjustments in an nfl game i didn't know i certainly <laughs> haven't seen it before <laughs> and i just think the coaching staff more than anything, I actually trust them to develop players, get the players in the position to succeed. And, you know, you, you look to the Raiders' defence. We got a bit of a glimpse in the past of linebackers on wide receivers and stuff because of, um, what's his name? Gus Bradley. And you think, Jesus, we I think for me, it's shown that our staff are in a completely different division to most of the names that you see around the NFL nowadays. And I have full faith in them. And and there's my there's my best trophy.
0: Well, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, I'm going to be asking John what went on with Matt Feeler.
2: Hey there, Bolt fam. It's your boy at Adroit Airs. hashtag Audible Chocolate. I'm here with my guy, Gnomeo Greats, and we're in the Herbert hangar to give you a special um, offer from our good friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. So what are they offering you, our listeners? Well, if you sign up with them, making a deposit and betting $1 on any NFL game, probably the Chargers game, uh, and anybody... From that game, scores one point. That's right. Either team has to score one point, and I'm telling you right now, if you think that anybody's gonna shut out Justin Herbert and the Chargers this year, I don't think so. So you bet that one dollar. Guess what? You're gonna win a hundred dollars in free bets for use at the DraftKings Sportsbook. That is a sweet, sweet deal. Uh, what was that, Nomeo? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gnomeo Greats has just informed me it's been since 1941, since there was a zero-zero tie. So this is pretty much free money for you guys. Now, if you're like me and, unfortunately, you live in California and you don't have access to their sportsbook, guess what? No problem, because we all know DraftKings has a really, really awesome daily fantasy or DFS uh, platform to use. I use it all the time. It's a great service. So uh, if you're a new member, they're offering a lot of sweet deals for new members with their first deposit. And with your first deposit, you're going to get free access to millions of prizes uh, for free as a new member. So I highly recommend you check out the Daily sports book or Daily Fantasy from DraftKings. So how does this work? Well, you need to download the DraftKings app uh, right now. You need to use a promo code TPPN, throw down $1 on any NFL game. That's right, $1 and you win $100 in free bets if either team scores a single point. The promo code again, T-P-P-N. This week at Draftbook, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting sponsor of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Welcome back, folks. Um, just before we go on to Matt Feeler, um, we had a bit of banter last night in WhatsApp. Yes, WhatsApp did go down, so we were sending messages by carrier pigeon. And I made a I made a post about Herbert being mustard. John's like, what the heck is mustard? For all <laughs> the users of the States that don't know what mustard means, Steph Curry, the likes to LeBron James... Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, they are mustard. A-plus performers. Justin Herbert is mustard. Hashtag Herbert is mustard. Let's get it rolling, (laughs) folks. Speaking of uh, Herbert, two sacks last night, John. Matt Fielder gave up two sacks, three hits. Do we need to be worried?
2: Um, Matt Fielder has been one of the more consistent um, linemen throughout the year so far. So everyone's allowed to have poor games. And honestly... I will say this. Well, he did make some mistakes and he and he had some problems out there. I think his altogether, the game was not as bad as maybe some of us felt. Um, and I also think that the left side between Filer, um, Slater, um, they kind of did a, the best job blocking for the run. And I think some of our biggest plays kind of went around the left side. So I think all of that is is a positive. So I'm not worried about Filer. Uh, you know, and Storm Norton was okay. He held his own. Yeah. Uh, he got beat a few bad. Of course, as a, a announcer's jinx, right? Where they're like, "Oh, Norton hasn't gotten beat in a while," and then that exact play, boom, he gets beat real bad. So
0: six pressures he allowed last night.
2: Yeah. So again, not great, not outstanding. Um, but uh, you know, they'll figure out right tackle. Hopefully, Balaga can. Figure out a way to get onto the field at some point, um, but you know overall a, a decent job by the offensive line. I think there were some pr- some cracks in the second half when um, you know in that dreaded third quarter. Um, oh god, I hate the third quarter. And I think we've seen <laughs> sponsored, sure by almost,
1: uh,
2: sponsored by Dan, the Dan King third quarter. It is just Cheers, the Dan. worst quarter. I mean, there. I think the stat right now is what thirty-five to three. They've been outscored in the third quarter. I mean, that's atrocious. I mean, if they could just skip over that entire quarter, uh, I would be. I would be thankful. So, but uh, besides that third quarter, I think the offensive line did a good job protecting Herbert. So uh, I'm pretty happy with it. Could always always be better, but you know, it's again light years better than what we were seeing last year. So positivity yeah. all around.
0: I mean, there's a lot of people raving about Rashawn Slater, Bez. I mean, he gave up two pressures in the last two weeks, once against the Chiefs and once against, uh, the, the, you know, um, Las Vegas. I mean, we've got to be happy with him, aren't we? He's, he's our franchise left tackle now.
1: I think he's going to be the offensive rookie of the year, hands down, because the quarterbacks are struggling so much. There's no one really elevating themselves. And, you know, let's not let's not give him all the praise in the world, guys. You know, he's he's had his errors. I think there were a few alignment mistakes sort of and adjustments there because there were some times when the Raiders had a free run at Justin. Um but to be he does a great job of getting rid of the ball. When you when I was watching the other day, you know Lawrence um no idea when to get rid of the ball that lad. Um, and Wilson had a better game for the Jets, but still they're holding on to the ball. They're panicking. they know no idea Justin knows when it's broken down and the ball's gone out of bounds. Safe. Uh, and as much as I love Rivers He gives you something different, Justin. He gives you that escapability. He knows that he can try and roll out and if it's going to be a problem, he can get rid of it. Fantastic. But for Slater, I think he needs to just maintain, you know, it's fantastic performance. It's so refreshing to have someone like him at left tackle. And, you know, you know what you're going to get. I was watching him on the run plays just elevate into the second level finding a guy and driving them into the ground. And they just almost gave up half the time. Like, fine, I'm not involved in this play. You know, it's a special player we've got. Um, So glad we drafted him. And um, long may he stay healthy and perform as he's doing at the moment.
0: Well, he's going to be tested on uh, Sunday. We'll, we'll talk about the Browns game uh, on Thursday night. But of uh, Ibushi as well, John. He had another good game. Didn't allow a pressure yesterday. We we've seldom talk about our right guard, but he's 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 doing the business. And we we've just got to pray that these guys stay healthy. I suppose um, we we can we can you know, maintain some momentum and give That's Herbert good. the best chance. Yeah, exactly. Give Herbert the best chance he can at winning football games. I mean, do you how do you see how do you see it panning out with if Belaga becomes available again? Do you think we'll use him sparingly, John? Do you think they're just going to throw him at the deep end and, and plug that uh, area at right tackle?
2: I think Staley does a pretty good job of being careful with bringing guys back rest them a lot I mean you see a lot of guys with injury designations during the week and then they come off them by Sunday because I think he's a big believer in resting and making sure you're ready before you get back in the game so my belief is that when Balaga is suits up to play he's going to be ready to play the full game I don't think there's going to be training wheels I think it's going to be go maybe he gets a few extra breathers uh and Norton or Schofield or somebody rotates in a few extra times than they may normally just because he may not be quite in game shape and may not have the stamina but I don't think he's going to be on any kind of like. Like a, a half a 50-50 type player when he comes back. I think he's gonna be 75% with 25%, you know, rotation. And then that'll get less and less as he gets back into game shape. So I'm not thinking that's a problem. Uh my problem is is how long does he stay in? Right? How long, how many games do we get out of him? I don't know. If I put the over under at nine games this season, I don't know. I might take the under at this point. Yeah. I mean it's 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 really it's really hard to say he's just had a lot of soft tissue injuries and again his age is is just not doing his body any favors. So I'm really worried about you know what his long term prospects are.
0: Yeah, I mean Staley is not afraid, is he, to use his roster. I mean, we saw Steven Anderson again last night. Forrest Merrill had three snaps. You know, we saw him briefly, but
2: Fackerel was you, out there with a lot of snaps, making big yeah, plays. I mean looked great you know, again. Look, he did, he did. I pressures in the
0: sack. So the, the coach is obviously trusted and If you're on the roster, if you're on the 53-man roster, you must have sat there thinking, you know what, I'm going to get a chance. And Mm -hmm. I need to take my chances, which is exactly what Chris Covington and and Fackrill did last night. And that, again, that's only a good thing because there's going to be times when we can't get the offence off the field. And we're going to see Joey Bosa, you know, in rotation because he's going to be gassed, especially later on in the season. You know, it's it's going to be 17 games this season. It's a longer regular uh, season Ooh. than normal.
2: It's a lot, a lot of energy to get away from all that holding. So, I mean, Bosa is just going to be tired. <laughs> yeah. What's happening range, with Linval so... Joseph, guys? He's, he's, he's. Uh, you know, he's been there.
1: Have you heard his name called once? I haven't heard him heard him do anything whatsoever. Are we trying to keep an ear out? Didn't seem to make any plays. I,
2: I mean, to be to be honest, I think he he is there, but he's kind of an unsung hero along the line. Yeah. I think he. I think that defenses are running away from him to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest uh because there's no other there's no one opposite him that's really doing anything i think he's getting i think he's doing his job and trying to clog up the uh, the center of the field but again he's not a high pressure high sack guy he's not a high tackle guy he's a he's a hole clogger to allow everybody else you know to, to allow your tilleries and your Nuosus and your tranquils to get free runs why is Tranquil getting a free run at the QB because you've got someone like Linval Joseph on the other side clogging up two gaps and two uh, blockers, allowing him to either get one-on-one or no-on-one, you know, to the QB. So I think he's actually an unsung hero here. So don't even think about questioning or disparaging my guy <laughs> Linval, okay? I don't even want to hear that. I mean, Tranquil
0: yesterday, he, he generated heat, and that allowed Boza to go and create that uh, fumble. So we have got a lot of uh um duos out there at I minute mean, working together and, and I'll put that down to coaching as well, because last year we didn't we, we didn't look good. As a unit, you can't have you know, if you if you've got a base defence, you can't have three of them at one side of the, the field and, and two at the other or vice versa, wherever the case may be. We just seem to be playing compact. Um and let's just hope that continues because it's refreshing, but all three phases of the game now we are making plays. Derwin James made a brilliant point yesterday in his, his press conference. I thought it was amazing at the podium. He said, if the de- defense need to lift, the offense are giving it as a vice versa. Special so teams true. are coming in and doing what they're supposed to be doing. It's like, yes! I haven't checked Football Outsiders this week to see where we rank DVOA on special teams, but it's not 32. I can tell you that right now.
2: <laughs> I so, mean, I don't think it, In fairness, though, it's not going to be much higher. Uh, I mean, They've basically generated very little in return game. Again, I think that's by design. I think they've designed it to try to be as careful Minimize as possible those risks. I mean, you don't put you don't put Larry Roundtree on kickoff returns, expecting him to have big plays. You expect him to handle the ball and then maybe get a few extra yards here or there. You don't put KJ Hill returning punts and expect a big explosive play. You expect sure hands and him trying. I'm very underwhelmed by KJ Hill, but at the same time, beggars can't be choosers. All right, we were begging for somebody who just doesn't fumble the ball. You know who doesn't make take really it. bad, yeah. So I'll take it. You know, I think the one area of special teams that we do have to watch out for uh, is is the protection. I mean, I, I've seen a lot of guys get pretty close close to Ty Long already, and I'm, you know, he had that. Wait, kind excuse of, me, you mean you mean QB two Ty Long? QB two Ty Long, yes. <laughs> um, I mean, what, he, I'm pretty sure he's got. I'm pretty sure he's looked better than uh, Easton Six so far this regular <laughs> season. Uh, but, anyways, uh, yeah. So, I mean, he's he's been knocked down once. He almost got knocked down last night. It obviously was not because, you know, in the replay, you saw he didn't really get touched. Uh, Very soccer style there, taking the dive. But, um, I mean, they're getting real close. They're playing with fire there. So they really need to work on that protection uh, to keep that from happening. But, you know, as long as they're not having big boneheaded penalties and they're not turning the ball over, uh, you know, I I can't complain.
0: No, there's not a lot to complain about yesterday. Uh, Another win. Three and one, you know, that against Dallas. It happens.
2: But I'll complain about Mike Williams. Well, my wife will. She lost her fantasy <laughs> week because she had so she was down by a lot, but she was playing Derek Carr and but she had Williams and Eckler. And I was like, You're probably pretty solid there. And Eckler's blowing the roof off, but Williams does nothing. And I'm just like, I can't she ends up losing by like one or two points. It was pretty Ouch. tough. So I was like, uh, you know, that stiff arm that Eckler had, where he almost stiff armed the defender and almost took it the, you know, another yeah. twenty yards to the end zone. If he had scored that, or if Williams had uh, hadn't been overthrown on that on that one deep shot, one, I mean, yeah. would've, she would have won. But you know, it is what it is. That's what fantasy is, and I always tell her, and she doesn't, she doesn't have the same perspective as me, I guess. But my perspective is, I don't care. I think I went. You know, I think I went three for 10 in fantasy leagues uh, this weekend, and uh, it was a bad weekend, but the Chargers won, and they're in their first place. So I this don't it. care. Yeah, I'm, one, about, I'm about real football. Fantasy <laughs> I love and I'll, I was, play uh, and I'll defend it to the death, but give me real wins over fantasy wins. So
1: true.
2: 100%. I, I was 0 3 in fantasy, and if
0: uh, if I'm 0 3 every week and the Chargers win, I'll take that. Damn right. Any final points, guys, before we wrap up, Bez?
1: No, we're happy? good. I'm so happy. <laughs> looking forward to this, looking forward to this weekend when we come live from Tottenham Stadium.
0: Falcons Jets. What are we gonna do oh, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> forgot we we're paid to watch uh, the Jets.
2: Is that, is that uh is that the Championship League? <laughs> tier two. <laughs> tier two right there. <laughs> well, to,
0: to be fair, John, I'm sat in tier two seats with Dan. Bez is in with the Prawn Sandwich Brigade in the Royal Box yeah. Bougie, so, yeah.
1: bouge, premium, wow, look at that
0: <laughs> Champ- bit Champagne, bit of cool and- <laughs> champagne and <laughs> shrimp sounds good Hey <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in everyone Thank the charges moved to 3 and 1 we'll be pre- previewing week 5 on Thursday night when we host the Browns it's going to be a tough one, thanks for tuning in guys bolt up